You're listening to the Web Presence Rockstars podcast with me, Misty Smith of Powered by Rio. If you're an entrepreneur on a small budget and are looking to build and increase your online presence, then you're in the right place. I'm a full stack website developer, digital marketing strategist, an SEO professional, and I share tips and how-tos on topics on the latest trends such as websites, social media, analytics, marketing, everything you need to know to grow your business online and to become a rock star. Thanks for listening. Get out of the way, get out of the way. I can do whatever I want, whenever I want. I'm gonna be the biggest rock star that you probably never Hey, y'all, long time no podcast, right? (laughs) Sorry. Uh, For those of you who may have forgotten me, I am Misty Smith with Powered by Rio, and this is the Web Presence Rockstars podcast that I'm doing. And I did want to jump back in before the end of the year and do a 2022 recap of everything, websites, Google, SEO, all of that good stuff. And then I'll give you my opinions about how to start off 2023 and how to plan your 2023 with websites and SEO and content and my opinions about um, everything that we're going to talk about. So that's exciting to stay around for, right? And this is probably not going to be a snippet episode. I don't expect it to be like super long, but... I'm just doing this as a straight out episode, Um, so I'm going to go as quickly as I can. I know you guys have some limited time to listen, and I appreciate you listening to all this, but I think I'm going to go over some good stuff that you're going to be interested in listening to. So let's get started. So first of all, Google did 10 updates this year according to their update list. They did um, a page experience update for desktop. So remember last year in 2021, they did the mobile page experience uh, for for mobile devices. So this year they started with um, the page experience for desktop, which was in February. And that gives you the information about how fast your um, desktop version of your website loads according to the Core Web Vitals. You know, most people are looking at your website on a mobile device, but some do visit uh, on desktop. And your desktop scores are going to be higher unless you've got some bad issues going on with whatever website theme or platform you're using. So that came out in February. They've done a couple of product review updates, which I'm not going to bore you with. They did a core update in May and a core update in September. So around those times, you may or may not have noticed if you're keeping track of your website rankings that they dropped uh, or dropped for a little bit and then came back up um, or they didn't drop at all, which is good for you guys. I noticed uh, one of my websites dropped and then once the whole thing was finished rolling out, it started coming back up again and it's actually performing better based upon those core updates. They also did a couple of spam updates, one in October and one in December. Yeah, most recently the one in December, um, I think it was like a few weeks ago. 
And that's to make sure that your website isn't going against any of their spam policies, which I'm going to get to in a minute. So they've done two of those. The biggest thing that they did is they did two helpful content updates. They introduced it and then they did two of the, two of the updates. So if you guys don't know what helpful content is, um, according to the Google website, um, the content helpful content is to better reward content where visitors feel that they've had a satisfying experience. So like if someone types in a search string and then your, your website comes up and they click on it and they feel satisfied with um, the information they got from your website. Or on the flip side of that, those sites that didn't meet visitor expectations, they're not going to perform as well as maybe they once did because uh, you're using other ways to get traffic to your website as far as SEO, like maybe a little bit of spam, maybe a little black hat, or maybe um, your content's out of date. That's the biggest thing. Your content's not helpful, it's not fresh, it's out of date. So um, their system generates a statewide, I'm sorry, generates a site-wide signal that Google considers among many other factors as far as ranking pages and the systems automatically identify content that seems to have little value, low added value, or isn't as helpful uh, to anyone doing searches and then they, you know, your, your page will fall in rank. So already right there, starting out for 2023, you got to update your content, right? But you're wondering how, how does Google know about this helpful content thing? They use machine learning, which, you know, it's the AI stuff and it, it blows my mind. I mean, again, I'll say it again, these people at Google are a lot smarter than they need to be, but they're the ones running the show if you have a website and you're looking to get organic traffic. So you need to be following their guidelines. And speaking of guidelines, um, a few months ago, they released um, their updated Google Search Essentials. It used to be like the Webmaster Tools or the Webmaster Guidelines. And that term Webmaster is completely outdated. So they up they updated everything and they call it the Google Search Essentials. And that covers things like um, technical requirements, what Google needs from a page to show it in the Google search. So what your website, how your website needs to be built, what needs to be um, present on your website, spam policies, which they have updated, and then key best practices. And it's pages and pages and pages of this um, search essentials documentation. Uh, you can get lost in it. Uh, you should probably go to it. Um, it's, um, if you just Google search, Google search essentials, it'll come up. But there's certain pages uh, that you can bookmark for easy access. They have the SEO fundamental, fun, <laughs> SEO fundamentals, uh, crawling and indexing, uh, site-specific guides, monitoring and debugging. I mean, a lot of this um, has to do with, yes, yes, you knew I was going to say it, the Google Search Console, which if you're not using the search console, you need to start doing it because the search console has also been updated this year and it uh, tells you more information about indexing your pages. 
Um, the mobile usability, which is separate from the page experience, which is separate from the core web vitals. Now, a lot of this, um, these factors on the search console, the page experience and the core web vitals, it's based on the traffic to your website. So if you have low traffic already, you're not going to get any um, data on the page experience or the core web vitals. But on the mobile usability, it'll tell you um, which uh, pages are good and which pages are failing as far as um, the indexability and the usability of your website on a mobile platform. Um, the page experience, um, yeah, I mean, if you don't have the traffic, you're not getting the data. So that's another thing to start looking out for is to, to increase your traffic to your website. So there's many ways that we can do that, but I'm going to talk about that later. But they've also added like merchant listings and product snippets, and there's all kinds of new tools. And um, under your pages, they've changed that. <laughs> so I have my ring on. There's someone in my backyard. They're doing construction next door at my house, and it keeps going off. So I'm sorry if you hear that little chime every now and again during this, but you know, we're low budget over here. <laughs> So, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. But um, it used to be coverage, and now that's called pages on the Search Console. And they send you emails if there's problems, and then it gives you an opportunity to fix those problems and resubmit it to Google. So, I mean, you could have something about there's pages discovered, but they're not indexed, and you need to figure out why your pages aren't being indexed. So, if there were a huge reason why to use Search Console now than not using it before. I mean, I have like 1,200,000 1, reasons why you should use Search Console, but that's the main thing because if your site's not being indexed by Google, then it can't be served up in a search result if it's not indexed. So, you know, that's huge and there's many reasons why. Like, I'm looking at one right now that doesn't have a proper canonical tag. And then you have like the not found 404s, which if you've deleted any page, but you haven't deleted off of the indexing, then it's gonna be a 404 error code and you have to fix that. So the good news is, is that, um, oh, and there's, there's also one, there's discovered not indexed and there's crawled and not indexed, which is even worse because if your pages have been crawled by the Google bots and they're not indexing, then you, you got issues with that that you need to fix. So this will set you up for success if you're looking at the Google Search Console in conjunction with your pages and indexing in conjunction with the search essentials. And I mean, Google gives you a, a roadmap to use and why people don't wanna use it. I have no idea. And if you don't understand it, that's cool. I get that. I mean, not people, not everyone is like as nerdy as me or a lot of people who do this. I love this stuff. So, you know, contact me and I will help you. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. But this, this is going to set you up for success. One of the factors that will set you up for success. And I know I sound like a broken record, but use the search console, people. It will only help you. It will only help you. All right, so then the uh, Google Analytics 4 was released, right? It was released in 2021, but it's it's being developed and it's 
um, the universal analytics of Google Analytics is being retired and done with in J uh, July of 2023. So you have less than a year to get it set up, get the GA4 tracking set up, and you can have it going simultaneously with the universal analytics. That's really easy to set up, and I even have a podcast about that too if you wanted to check that out. But they can be running simultaneously so that you're collecting information, and then you can migrate that information from UA into GA4. But the other thing is there's a learning curve on the GA4, and they keep adding... Um, different features and functions, but it's not as user-friendly as the uh, Universal Analytics is, or was, whatever you want to say. Um, and it's it's the way it's set up, it's set up and, it, and it does machine learning as well. It can predict where your, your um, visitors are coming from and what your visitors are doing and all that kind of stuff. It's really cool, but it's not as user-friendly as the Universal Analytics was. So I would suggest that you start, you know, install that now on your site and start poking around and looking to see what you can do. Um, I will be coming out with some more podcasts and probably some courses on how to do uh, certain functions and, and featured searches and analytics and data gathering here coming up in 2023. So be on the lookout for that. But you, you need to start doing that now because if you don't have it, then you're not going to have any tracking once UA goes away. You're not going to have any data when UA goes away, and and you're just going to be lost. And um, hopefully you'll still have the search console. I know. I know. Dog with a bone. But that's... I'm just so passionate about y'all. But um, I'm also passionate about the GA4. I am certified in GA4 by Google. I've gotten my certification. So if you have any questions, just reach out to me, contact me, and I will help you with that too. So that's like super, super, super important. Um, looking at my list. All right. Now some of the website platforms I had an opportunity this year to work on. And I worked on Wix, I worked on Squarespace, I worked on Shopify, um, all because I had clients who needed some help. And so I kind of dove into those, which um, I'd used some of them before, but not to the extent, and, and I wasn't um, doing SEO on these websites when I worked with them before. And I just realized while everything may be like super drag and drop user friendly on these platforms, they're really not the best to use for SEO. Um, so, like, that all, I mean, we all discovered a lot of that when the Core Web Vitals came out and all of your websites are loading slow. And yes, people, y'all are still using huge images. Stop doing that. Don't do that. Just use, <laughs> use compressed images. I mean, come on. It's like 2022, almost 2023. I mean, and that's still the biggest thing when I go and look at the back end and do speed tests and things on websites. It's the images. You're using these humongous images and you're like, why is my website so slow? But there's other things that have to do with the actual platform it's built on. So Squarespace came out with a new version, uh, which is more liquid and kind of like the Shopify with the liquid stuff. 
and it's supposed to be more responsive and easier to use and lighter. Um, I don't know. The, the Shopify website that I was working on, it was, um, it was very frustrating to me, especially when I went to search for, like, the heading tags and stuff, um, you know, H1, H2. The H1 was embedded as the alt tag in the logo. So I don't know who's building these. Um, there, there's just a lot of things that you cannot change and it's hard to change um, with the way that the code is written. Um, that That's really not doing you any favors if you're using these sites. And again, I mean, you can have your website built on any platform that you want. That's, that's your decision. And if you already have a lot of traffic coming to your website, it's really not going to hurt you that much. It, um, it might hurt you on organic traffic, but you know, if people are doing a Google search and you're coming up and they're clicking and they're staying on, then with this helpful content update or whatever, then you know the machine learning is going to say, "Oh yeah, it's a good site." But if you're just starting out, or and you don't have a lot of traffic, or and or you don't have a lot of traffic, um, and you don't have a lot of content, and your site is slow, and it's hard for Google to index then you're starting like in a hole and you need to get out of that hole and you know just go ahead and bite the bullet and just go to wordpress <laughs> i mean i know that's crazy for me to say because yes wordpress does have their issues as far as you know the hackability and the plugins and you have to make sure i mean there, there's like a a good mixture but i've built three Three WordPress websites this year. Four website, uh, war, ugh, four WordPress websites this year, and their site speed and everything, you know, they're all in the 80s and 90s. Okay, and that's because, you know, maybe maybe I'll do a list of my, the themes that I use, and the plugins that I use, and the features and functions, because some of you guys out there still using Divi, still using Divi. And I don't know why. I mean, sorry, Divi lovers, but it's just got too much. It's too heavy, and you have lots of options, but you're trading out the cool stuff for the usability, for, you know, and the loadability and all that. So there, there's there's better options. Sorry, Divi people and whoever, I don't Elegant Themes, is that who builds it? I don't know. But, you know... I'll put out something that has a list of the themes that I like to use and the plugins that I like to use and why. And and they still have cool fun functions and features and it looks really neat and you can do stuff and and it it's a lot faster and lighter than than these other platforms. You just have to have some sort of security on it. You have to keep your websites updated. You have to be um, in the know about different plugins. Yes, that's Flary Tail. She's still hanging around. So we're just going with it. Um, so, you know, really, really do your research when you go to choose. Um, like I had a client that when they, they bought a business and when they took over the business, they had a Wix website. So I'm looking at this Wix website and I'm trying to make it work while I'm building. It's, it's a custom website. It's not WordPress. It's um, straight out code. But the Wix, I was just not impressed with it at all. I mean, I, and maybe it's me. It's all my impressions because 
I am a coder and it's a lot easier for me since I do know code on how to make things do what I want them to do and look how I want them to look without using like the drag and drop and the the website builders and all that kind of stuff. So maybe this is just my opinion, but again, if you are going to use those types of platforms like Squarespace, Spotify, GoDaddy, I mean, that one's kind of weird too. You can't, you, I mean, you don't have access to any code on GoDaddy because I looked and, um, you know, even, and even WordPress, there's ways, there's templates and themes that you can use. I'm hoping across the board on all those. I mean, I couldn't find one on Shopify. It was, uh, the site was already built on Shopify. Um, when I, you know, when I, started doing the work for my client and they unfortunately picked a terrible, terrible theme that you can't do much about. And they do have, I mean, you can write code, but it's all the liquid stuff and you have to be very careful or you can break the theme. And then, you know, if you, um, if you change anything and the, and you do an update, you lose all of your updates and you have to do it again. So you have to code it a certain way or, make the version a certain number so that it doesn't automatically update but it just it just seems like a lot and especially when you're starting out because i know some of you guys are e-commerce and you want to use shopify and everyone just thinks shopify is the best thing since sliced bread but just starting out it's not helping you it's not doing you any favors and and again like i said even wordpress if you're using a big huge theme you know, with the WP Bakery or, I mean, even Elementor, um, which has had some issues of its own this year. Um, yeah, just, you know, you need to make some smart decisions, do a lot of research. And I mean, if you're in these Facebook groups and you, you ask people, well, which website platform do you use? And you're going to get all kinds of answers, all kinds of answers. And most of them are going to say, oh, use Divi, use Divi. And okay, use Divi, I don't care. But again, if you do the um, PageSpeed Experience score or the Lighthouse Loading Experience or whatever, it's, it's most likely going to be slow, especially if you used a whole bunch of their little bells and whistles. Because all a lot of this stuff loads regardless. I mean, I know it's PHP, and it calls when you call that page, but if that page has a lot going on on it, it's still gonna load slow. And if your images are too big, it's gonna load slow too. So that's all I'm gonna say about that stuff. So one last thing I wanna talk about, it seems like the artificial intelligence and the AI content writing and the GP chat, all that kind of stuff has been big this year, has you know come to the forefront this year. And for you guys who don't know, it, it's supposed to write content for you, I guess. I've never used these, but you kind of put in parameters and the machine learning writes all the, the content. They can write blog posts for you. They can do marketing posts for you. And it's supposed to be really, really great. Um, yeah, it's not coming from you. So to me, with all the Google helpful content updates and all the best practices that Google has put out, which again is their roadmap for you to follow to get website traffic and to help your website and for your website to be found in searches. 
So that's their roadmap. That's what they go by. They don't go by anything else. They go by what they tell you. Um, it kind of contradicts all of that because the helpful content, you're supposed to be writing content that your searchers and visitors are going to find helpful. So if you're using um, these AI content creators um, and you put in the same parameters as someone else, it, it's a possibility that your blog post or your marketing caption or whatever is going to be almost identical to someone else's. It's not fresh. It's not coming from your voice, for your from your perspective, for your target customers and audience. So, I mean, maybe if you used it, if you have writer's block, I mean, that, that would, I can see that. So you're stuck on what you want to say, you just put in the parameters and you see what this AI thing says. But I mean, I would still tweak it and put it into your voice because it's, it, I just, yeah. Based on everything that I've known and seen and all these updates and all my research, I think there's a place for AI content creators, but I don't think you should use them solely. So that's, that's my opinion and my two cents worth. And that kind of leads me to what to do in 2023. And I've kind of already said it in this whole thing, but let, let's just recap here, okay? Um, in the recap, write your own content. Like, because you know your business, better than anyone. You know what you know. You know what you provide. You know who your target is. You know, and if you don't know any of this, you, you should learn it because, I, I mean, hey, yeah, let's have products and put it on a website and try to sell it. Yeah, okay, but you still need to help Google to get the right people in front of your website organically. Now, the other way of that is, you know, by social media posts, by the Google business profile posts, by getting your products and websites out there on however platform, by networking, whatever. There's lots of ways to drive traffic to your website that isn't organic, right? And then once you start getting people to the website, then you know, as long as it can be indexed, and uh, crawled properly and served up in a search result properly based upon their machine learning of how people act when they get on your website, which you're going to be able to see through the GA4 and the search console, see how all this fits in together, then you're gonna know how to organically get people to your website. And it's not easy, I never said it was easy. It provides work, there's no, quick fix. There's no like, hey, let's build a website and, you know, sell stuff on it. There's a lot that goes into it. It's a it's a business and a website is a valid part of your business. So, you know, if you're providing great products, great services, great information, none of that is really going to matter if your website isn't indexable. If it loads too slow, if people aren't staying on it, so you need to actually view, and this has been going on, like a website is like a salesperson. I mean, people have been saying that for a long time, use it as a salesperson, but it's never been more important than it is now. And content has never been more important than it is now. 
So like, you know, all of this, all the social media stuff that you see with the reels, I mean, that's important and you can do video. You can put video on your website. I mean, you just need people to be informed, entertained, stay on your website, get the answers that they're looking for. So you provide that to people in, in a unique, fresh way, right? I mean, it seems... It seems kind of easy when you look at it in that perspective, but for some reason people don't do that. And I'm here to tell you that you should do it. There's go there's more businesses popping up. There's more people creating their own businesses popping up. There's more e-commerce popping up. Um, yes, and see, Flairy Tail agrees 1,000% with me. Y'all hear that, right? She's like reiterating everything that I'm saying. Um, <laughs> but, I mean... The competition's going to get harder and harder, and and the thing that's going to make your website, your business, your products, your services, whatever you do, whatever you sell, stand out the most is you. So it's your voice. It's, I mean, you guys get what I'm saying, right? You are the deciding factor. Um, so you can have a boring website and not have any traffic or any customers, or you can make it exciting, use videos, have, you know, original great content that you created yourself. Um, you know, that's all going to matter when it comes to organic traffic and SEO for your website. So, and I mean, we could go into a whole thing on email marketing too at this point. I mean, that's how you, you drive people to your website. But I mean, you have to have an email list and that's a whole other topic within itself. So we're just focusing on you know, what I've talked about already and not an email list, but I'm just throwing it out there so you can have that in the back of your mind, okay? So, you know, don't fall for trendy tricks. You, you, you got to do the work. You need to put in the work. You need to do the research. You've got to write your own content. And I mean, yes, you can hire a content, a content creator. I can hear you guys saying, well, I have a content creator that I've hired. Well, if they're a virtual assistant and they're doing content creation for other people too, that's not really your voice. If you're going to have a content creator, I mean, I would hire someone just straight to work for you and no one else and someone who's got buy-in to your company and someone who's getting paid based upon the content that they create. You know what I'm saying? So you got to put a little onus on what they're doing because they can't just like throw some words up there and say, oh, I created your content and it's still not working. So, I mean, thankfully with all the tools that Google provides, the GA4 and the search console, you can actually see how your content is working. And oh, by the way, I mean, if, if people are going to your website, if your traffic has increased and if your um, sales are going up and whatever, then your content's working, right? So that's how you measure your success. Um, I would highly advise checking out the search uh, essentials that Google just put out and updated, especially the spam policies. Um, it's kind of weird that they feel like they need to, to keep putting that same information out there, like hidden words and keyword stuffing and stuff. But um, I guess people still do that. And, and I st see that in groups. They're like, oh, you have to do keyword research, whatever. Okay. And I did a podcast on this too. Keywords, one word, it's not the same as key words, two words. And I know that's really confusing. Listen to my podcast about it. 
Um, but don't stuff the same words over and over again. Just be you. Just say what your content is and create the content. And again, having a business is not easy. It's not something that you put out there and it's done. Bam, you're rich. You're making all this money. You got to put some effort into it. So get your little ducks in a row for 2023. And, um, you know, hit me up with any questions or information. Or if you disagree with me, hit me up about all this. Um, you know, obviously, I don't think I'm wrong. <laughs> for obvious reasons. But <laughs> also, from, again, all the research that I have done, what Google says, they're, the Google roadmap, and what's happening. I know technology is, like, super, super cool. And, hey, yeah, computer wrote this for me. And it sounds cool, but in the long run, it's about your business succeeding, your website generating organic traffic of new users that turn into your customers where you make money. And there's, there's no simple quick fix. So, all right, 30 minutes. Here we go. Um, I hope you guys have a very happy and safe and prosperous new year 2023 I hope it's the best year ever for you guys um, and I'm always here if you have questions you can leave a voice message uh, from the link in the podcast notes um, or you can visit my website and contact me there it's poweredbyrio.com or uh, my Facebook is poweredbyrio my Instagram is Misty Smith Rio. All kinds of ways to get in touch with me. And I hope you do reach out to me because I would really love to talk to you guys and help you moving forward. So um, that's it. I am out and I hope to do more more podcasts and provide more great content for you guys in the future. Um, take care. Thank you so much for listening. I'm gonna be the biggest rock star.